you could believe this. Yeah. Because it's that easy. That's it's, that, that's... it's so, so, it's so that easy. And it's all, it's all written here. It's, it's easy to comprehend once you open up. And that's, that's the biggest piece of this whole thing. So I was watching this thing where he was talking about the timeline. Every time, every time a, a Bible verse is re-represented forward or backward. Okay. And the length of Bible verse. I think it's the length. Yeah, it's the length and the timeline. So if like reference this, uh-huh. there's a there's a, a band, like an arch. Uh, right? I think I've seen this chart you're talking about, and, and I think. It, it crosses over each other like... Thousands, right? Yeah, so many times. Is that, is that the one that looks almost like a rainbow? Kind yeah, of? yeah, yeah. I've seen, I haven't looked into that, but I've I, seen it. I wanted to send it to you, and I totally forgot to <laughs> send it to you. But it was, it was pretty cool, and it is really cool to see guys like Jordan Peterson, who is so black and white and... Don't know how else to explain him. If you didn't know him prior to him finding Christ, I mean, he was very, just very black and white, and like this is how it is, and things like that. And now you're starting to see it with people he interacts with, like Joe Rogan. Just put up something the other day of him talking about, you know, I could, I could kind of get in the background of that, like. He said, you know, Christianity, the the rules and the methods behind Christianity, like love <clears throat> love your neighbor as you love yourself, do not kill, like yeah. all these things that we kind of are, what are they called? Oh, he uses it in that book so many times. Uh, not rules, but morals. Just moral values. Moral yeah. values, yeah, right. So values that Christian, Christians hold would make... He basically said, this would make a better world. Well, no crap, guy. Oh, weird. Huh. <laughs> if, if we all just put God back into our lives, we'd probably be doing a lot better. I'm sure. And, you know, going back to the Phil Robertson book, which I would suggest anybody who is a Christian, anybody who, who likes Phil Robertson or his, his thought process, it's, a, it's just a really good book of him talking about where we're going wrong in America and when it kind of started. He believes it's like the '70s when you know they started taking God out of everything. Yeah, how it's how the numbers are progressively getting worse. The numbers for everything have yeah, yeah. like suicide, drugs, yeah, teen pregnancy, affairs, yeah. uh, divorces, like things that our values contradict are getting way worse. So, and obviously because people have more a moral compass, right? Yeah, exactly. So, and really, if you're a parent out there. You're setting your kids up for success. So if you're, you know, soon to be a parent, maybe a parent now, and you're still trying to figure out God and the Bible, and if you should or shouldn't, one, you should. And then two, like, I hate to say it like this because it sounds like take it for, take it, you know, surrender yourself to Jesus disingenuously. Mm Mm-hmm. But what do you what do you really have to lose? I forget who said it. Um, it's a pretty famous speech, but I can't remember who said it. He opened the speech by saying, "There, there are only two options: either there is a God or there isn't, and both options are equally terrifying. Because if there isn't a God, then we have nothing. There's no moral compass. There's nothing after death or whatever. But if there is a God, 
then we should probably figure out who he is and what he wants from us because if he created this place, he's in charge. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're both equally scary. You know, honestly, yeah. they are. Have you have you seen anything? And we're we're totally veering off of chapter two, but yeah, we'll have have you seen anything about like people saying twenty twenty? I mean, people say it all the time, right? But all these things are lining up with revelations, and twenty twenty two could be and. Again, silly thing, but this is who Matt and I are. The <laughs> the Simpsons. Oh, they predicted it too. Predicted. Well, they predict everything. So now I'm now I'm building a, a bomb shelter. That's happening. I mean, it, well, you, you're not going to need a bomb shelter because it was like people were pushing. The one thing was this lady was pushing a stroller, and we kind of talked about like early age baptism and how we feel about it anyway. But uh, she's pushing a stroller and like one of her babies just disappears. Finishes. Yeah. And the other baby and she goes, Oh, the baby I decided to baptize at an early age is, <laughs> is gone. And now this other one's still here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, they, yeah, I mean, it's going to happen eventually. I mean, the Bible says no one knows the, you know, the, the day or right. the hour. Um, and it, doesn't that, say, it doesn't say year, but I would, I would assume that also means, I mean, I could be God's going to come in the next one hundred thousand years. I, I mean, I guess I'm right. Maybe, maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. I mean, everybody's always. I, I just feel like we're so we're getting so far down the the hole of being swayed by him. But yeah. if you look at numbers uh, on a positive note, now that we're all sad, Aww. if you, I mean, sad, maybe not sad, because I feel like I'm just gonna I'm gonna be a pile of clothes. Um, <laughs> if we look at the numbers, you know what COVID has done is people have started looking for a God again. So maybe God just did this whole thing and like big reset button. Yeah. And hopefully that's pushing people to, you know, holy crap, a 35 year old marathon runner just died on the side of the road running, you know? And then it's like, wait, who? no, I'm just, oh. I'm, I'm saying like okay. ath- athletic people. <laughs> I'm not saying, wait, I'm a 35 year old marathon runner. Oh Get no. <laughs> oh no. But I was saying, like, these healthy people are dying, yeah. and people are dying at different age groups, and it's not just and an old... can explain COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, all these un, unknowns, and the only known they had was, you know, Christianity. When I, was a kid, and, I went to church. And, yeah. yeah, and this is how it's going to save me. And and really, if you kind of look at it, COVID is, is like the... You don't know when it's... If it's going to take you, if it will take you. I mean, I'm like, it's running alone, but... Yeah. Pretty well, but still. That's another podcast and a different... <laughs> a different, different genre. A different genre, but... Well, yeah. Anywho, <clears throat> I just... I really just want people to to be saved and find salvation and, you know understand that like what we're trying to do here and we I, I guess we say this a lot and i go down these little rabbit holes but genesis and the reason we popped into genesis is because like i said and we've been saying chapter one if you can't get past chapter one keep reading it over and over and over and over and over again until you believe it and then move on yeah you know keep going because you have to be able to there should be no question and we're doing it for you know entertainment entertainment and the thought process that you and I both kind of like thinking beyond the the bigger picture but Matt and I both believe in the words that are here in clear black and white so yeah so we cut off and we were talking about what's his name the dude uh the big bang theory guy oh Steve, Stephen Hawking Stephen yeah, Hawking and, and the wonder um, wonder what his journey was like up to heaven you know, it's weird. Too, Get judgment. I, I did a little after I, after I, you know, I got that 
crazy rabbit hole that I went down was um, listening to a bunch of stuff, my 14-hour drive, and I got back, and I dug into it the next day, like in black and white, instead of listening to it to make sure like I could find these quotes and find things that were realistic, and it wasn't just one one guy saying. I wanted to you know put right. put numbers. Citations. Citations. To it. There you go. Right. Um, and I actually found out that it, Stephen Hawking never denies the existence of God. He never actually says it out loud. And in fact, in, there was a book in 1988 he released... Uh, I don't know if it's his last time, but I know he started to veer away from from God being a, a, a part of the equation. In 1988, he was saying that that the unlikelihood of the existence of the universe meant there probably had to be a God. But by the time, within a few months before he died, he said that he thinks he now discovered that God wasn't a required element for for life. So I think that kind of explains probably his thought process and how his journey probably wasn't the best, if, yeah. if I had to guess. I thought at the end of his life, though, he decided that evolution or the Big Bang Theory couldn't have been real. I, I think I, I think that what I, what I talked about a minute ago, how it was the 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 unlikelihood of it. Um, the, uh, or you mean man. the likelihood of it happening? Well, I mean, it was... I, I got it on my notes right here. I can pull it back up. The... Even one part in a hundred thousand million millionth of oh, one yeah. second. That it would have to be so perfect. It had to be so precise. Like yeah. the fine tuning of the creation of the that that might have been enough for him to go, you know, that's too close to call. Yeah. You know, because that's that's insanely, mm-hmm. insanely small. Like what are the I mean And it is so on. weird that if maybe he was on his deathbed and thought, Man, what did I do? What if I devoted my time to it? Goes back to what's cool about us going through Matthew is we know the parable of the the workers. Yeah, doesn't matter when you started working. Yeah, maybe. I mean, and I, I would I would hope that that means that he <laughs> exactly like I hope for everybody that we're all the same. But we should probably get back in the chapter yeah, two. Okay, to... so Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. So we'll we'll jump in. We'll jump in talking about Adam. I think one one thing I think is really cool. And we were just talking about this off mic. Is in verse seven. Um, it's talking about so obviously in chapter chapter one verse twenty six and twenty seven. It's made pretty clear that on the sixth day God created you know Adam and Eve, man and woman. But then it goes into a little bit more detail in in chapter two. And I think the part that I like is um, in, in verse seven. It talks. Um, and God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And like we were just saying off, off mic, the word breath, if you look at it in its original Hebrew, which I can't pronounce the word in Hebrew, I'm not that smart. Um, it, it, the word actually means like the sound of breath or can be interpreted as spirit. And when you read it that way, it's actually pretty cool because it, it, it implies to, the, you know, especially the Hebrew reader at the time, that this this man and that men in general are specifically created by God, breathing in his like his own life into them. Mm-hmm. He's given us a part of him, you know, we're yeah. created in his image, and he actually breathed in his spirit into us, which is like a really profound difference to me. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't change in I believe, right? Uh again the whole Phil Robertson book, he talks about like when is a baby when when does a baby become a thing and like he said we believe we all can get behind you know when the blood starts coming into when the baby starts having veins and heartbeat and everything else and there's blood within that child and then that was like the breath of speaking of the breath of god right that blood 
<clears throat> maybe I'm not saying it correctly. Uh, but God's life and our being is our blood. Without blood, we don't have anything. We're dead, yeah. right? So all these things, without air, I guess, without water, but mainstay is without blood, your 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 body is nothing. Mm-hmm. Everything else can be done atomic, atomically, like by a machine. An, an, like, an I don't know the word. You, you wouldn't have to breathe. You could get... You can get trike, criked. Yeah. Right? But blood, you need blood. Yeah. And even if you're getting filled with blood, mm-hmm. it's still somebody else's blood. Yeah, because synthetic blood isn't going to do anything to no. stabilize you. Like that, that, you know that. that is, yeah. And that is the thing. The thing that makes everything everything alive is this, is this blood. And that's where they thinking about it and like people talking about it and theologists think that the blood or the breath into Adam was the blood flow and all the streaming. And, and I, I don't know why I didn't bring it up before, but no, that's yeah. interesting. And, and I, I, I probably won't say this correctly either. It's a conversation I had with some really smart people once um, when a baby's in the, in the womb. So it's, it's blood's actually circulating backwards. It's not going through the lungs when mm. it's actually birthed. Cause now it's out of the ambiotic fluid and can breathe with its lungs. Yeah. The blood's reversed. So it can actually use its lungs for the first time ever. So that's pretty, interesting. I don't really know cool. how that applies to this, but I think it's cool that that like, is a cool, you know, like Bucky's quick tip. Quick tip. It's neat. All right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I I just love that. Once I actually researched that breath, it actually means he like the sound of breath. His spirit mm-hmm. was into. He put it into man, which is just really cool. Yeah. Um, and then I think from there, uh, the next part of Genesis goes into the actual Garden of Eden. So. Obviously, God created this perfect environment for for man and woman. Um, it, it gives you know the specifics, not specifics, but it gives some I don't know details, I guess, of the location, like some rivers and whatnot. Um, that I kind of tells you a little bit about the the area. Um, I don't really know a lot about those rivers. I know that we talked off mic that it sounds like it was like the Tigris, Euphrates, plus yep. two other ones because mm-hmm. it lists four here. Um, which could still be there. Which could still be. I don't know. And that's that's the Tigris and Euphrates are definitely there. Still there. And this maybe maybe I didn't research enough into this chapter. I should have probably pulled a map up and tried to look at some stuff or actually Googled some eh. some Eden stuff. But that that's a cool study, I'm sure. Um, oh, you had you had a thought. I saw it. Pop I, up. I do have a thought. Yeah. So, I was, uh, what do you, what do you think about seventeen? But you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge. Or must I eat from the tree of the knowledge and good of evil, good and evil? For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. He doesn't die right away when they do it. So, do you believe? Do you think maybe that Adam and Eve were supposed to be long-term things, long-term so beings? I, I have well, <clears throat> two thoughts. Um, first thought is in the Bible it talks about three different types of death. Um, I think I have that in my notes here. Actually, so I'm not miss miss saying things. Um, a physical death, so actually like death, you know, your body dies. Um, spiritual death and eternal death. So that's the three that are discussed in the Bible. Now, I think this is referring to uh, physical death. Yeah. But what I think it, it really means is that if you eat of this, this fruit, which is the one rule I've given you, is don't eat of this fruit. That's the one sin, I guess, that could happen is eating of the forbidden fruit, right? Mm-hmm. Once they do that... Sin now enters the the world, which we'll we'll see in the rest of this chapter. Um, 
because sin enters the world, there's a curse and there's judgment for that. And part of that curse, I think, is death. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not an immediate death, which I think that's kind of what, what the, the serpent tries to deceive them with is, you know, you will not surely die. That's what he says. But I don't, I don't think it's an immediate death. But I think, I think had they not ate of the fruit, let's say this, let's just for sake of math. Let's say that. Yeah, just the, us, us the, doing the, things. The Garden of Eden was created, we'll say 20,000 years ago. I'm just going to say a number. Mm-hmm. If Adam and Eve had never ate of the fruit, I think it would still be Adam and Eve and a bunch of their kids running around the garden right now. Because why wouldn't it be? Mm-hmm. Because they hadn't broken any rules, so therefore sin hasn't entered the garden, earth, whatever. And they're they're yeah. out still a bunch of you know naked dudes and women running around with God and hanging out and eating all these awesome other trees. Yeah. Right? I think that could be true. But I think the moment they ate of the fruit, sin entered the world, therefore they're cursed, and death is now part of life. That's my theory. I like it. Okay. No, I mean, and it, and it doesn't say it doesn't say that exact thing. So no. take it for what it is, people. Yeah. And I hope I had a I had a dude reach out and he said, "Hey, you know, love what you guys are doing, and but you know, there's so many people doing these different podcasts, YouTube, whatever, and they're putting out so many different contexts that he he just doesn't have time to." check every one of them it was it was more like he has a pretty big following and i was like hey check us out and if you like what we're doing you know share it he's like dude i honestly i just don't have enough time and i don't have enough you know knowledge to like back background check like snopes everybody and what they're talking about so just again a disclaimer if you just showed up (laughs) that that we're just normal people uh not trying to add to no definitely i think or take away I, I think um, of the three deaths of the, that are talked about in the Bible, the only one that would make sense in this context would be physical death, I think. No, yeah, for sure, because there was no other... There is no sin. So what is cool, though, and what really you know, really takes me back is the fact that he put the tree there. So free will. Free yeah. will, right? So we started with free will, but it also alley-oops God, if you will, for grace, yeah. Because without free will, he can't show the grace of his grace of his love. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's pretty cool too because he already knew this was gonna happen. What is going on know. in my house? He already knew the grace of what was gonna happen and he wanted to Dude, these dogs. Yeah. They're wild. This is this is insane. Oh, I think they're good now. All right. Nope. 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 He's in his kennel. That's the problem. Mm. Mama's leaving for a little bit, I think. That's all right. It's okay. Bear with us. Um, So, yeah. So, I think with him putting that tree there, he knew that um, he was going to have to, that this was going to happen. Yeah. I believe he knew this was going to happen. Oh, sure. And uh, we'll talk about the serpent and everything else later on, but it was cool because his love and his grace was going to show. Yes. Yeah. And with without this tree, it was just him was, yeah, there was no and two people it. walking around with some woods. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> gosh, are they getting? They're getting murdered in there. They might be, or they're murdering someone. It's it's possible. It's possible. Okay, so I think we're are we pretty good into. Yeah, I mean the rest of two is just uh, Adam naming a bunch of animals and then uh, getting a. A wife. Oh, yeah. We probably should hit that up. What, the wife thing? The wife thing. The wife thing. So one thing I will say that's cool about Adam, I, I was I told my wife this is a joke, but I think it's true. 
Me and Adam have one thing in common. We both have the hottest wife on the planet. <laughs> Dad jokes. Dad uh, jokes. <laughs> she. I, I hope you're listening. <laughs> Brownie points. Yay. Brownie points. Yay. <laughs> Filling the love bank. Um, yeah, but I, I think um, he does say, like, the not suitable helper. And, and we were joking last, I think it was last episode, yeah. of him, like, looking at a deer and, like, no, nah, that's not can't for do me. that one. Um, Antelope? That, mm, no. Um, elephant's got good hips. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not the one. That's not the Skunk one. Skunk for sure, no. Nope. So, uh, yeah, what else is cool, and my, uh, my pastor always says this when we're talking about Adam and Eve, is God was the first anesthesiologist because... Oh, yeah. Yeah. He puts Adam to sleep to make this this all happen, which is one thing I do want to. I do have a question about, oh, and I don't. Obviously, you're not going to have the answer. Only God has the answer. Is why didn't he just make a man and woman from the get go? Um, and then maybe it's because of the tree because he knew. Because again, we're back to talking about euphoria. If, if it was just if it was just him and Adam walking around in. In the Garden of Eden, there'd be euphoria, and there would be no lust. Yeah. I mean... There'd be no need right? for it. Right, yeah. If there's no sin. How can there be lust if there's no sin? Yeah. He, Adam, at this point, was just like, hey, man, I just need somebody to help me. I need a companion. I need to help me. Yeah. Yeah. Because the suitable helper I actually have here in, translates to two wor- two things. Um, so they translated it from Ezer, which means help. Or assistant, and what's the other one? The second one is Kenegodo. Kenegodo. Yep, that sounds right. Is translated to suitable, and consists of three parts: position, meaning like or as, according to, or a noun meaning something or someone that is in front of or corresponding to someone else. Uh, it also could be used as a pronoun of his. Hmm. I think I think the uh, back to your other question too the the why even forming from his rib I think the only off the top of my head and this is probably completely wrong the only reason I could think of is I mean it says you know this bone of my bone and flesh my flesh therefore we're now one I think it's just a really strong symbolism of marriage that once you're married to that one person you should be married you know one marriage for one lifetime sort of thing don't mm-hmm. feel apart like we've talked about before yeah um, maybe it's just this symbology of like. This is her. This is I. We are now one flesh, and I will not. No matter what, I will always be a part of her, and she'll always be a part of me. Maybe, maybe. Uh, if not, it, it sounds good. And this is like the black and white of man and woman. Mm-hmm. And y- you can't. We won't go down that road today. <laughs> that's that's for further accounts. But you really can't take away from. It's not he made another man. Yeah, he made a, a, a woman. He, a woman. And it's two different different Hebrew translations. Yes. So it's not. Oh, they, it was man and man. No, no, it wasn't. Like I remember growing up and going to like those like screaming Baptist churches where they're like throwing the body, like you know, slamming their fist on yeah. the pulpit, and like it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. That's what, dude. I was thinking that this whole time. But I didn't want to be that guy. I don't know that guy, whatever. <laughs> it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Adam and Steve. Yeah, crazy, dude. But that's <laughs> definitely for another another thing. And if that's your life choice that you're making right now, just understand we we still love you. We want, want you to find this the truth. True. Very true. So do uh, your thing. 
But yeah, I, think I mean, I think it wraps up. They were all both naked they with were. no shame. Yeah, and unashamed. I'd be very ashamed if I were naked right now. It's just so weird that in three they become shameful of their bodies. Well, their their eyes become open. I don't I don't know exactly. Yeah, why. we're back to that too. We'll, so that's we'll, another piece of the pie we'll, that I'm not really sure of. Yeah, we'll get there on three. That'll be fun. That, okay. We got some good talk points for that one for sure. Yep. All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening to Genesis two. I hope you guys are enjoying the two part. The, the twofers. The, the twofers. I like the twofers. Twofers. They're fun. Yeah. yeah. Give us more chance to talks. Yeah. And um, also, you know, just check us out on Instagram and uh, don't forget to hit the review button and the stars and all the other stuff and DM us if we're saying stuff that you don't like. Yeah. We would love to hear it in the most Christian way. Well, we'll see you guys later. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. It is John, Matt, and Nick. And, uh, you know, our big thing and our big takeaway from everything that we're doing right now is to help you find Christ. And without him, we would be nothing. And this podcast would be nothing. In Romans 10, 13, uh, Nick, why don't you give it to him? For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And that's all you need to do. You need to Profess your love for Jesus Christ. Open your heart and let him into your life. Uh, find a friend. Tell them. Pray about it. Do whatever you got to do. But there's a reason that you are listening to this podcast. If you're already saved, go save a friend. Do it today. Do it. Hurry up. Time is of the essence.